0: There'll be a lot of attention on the official jobs figures. They're coming out later this morning and what they mean for any more interest rate rises. With the labour market still very tight and running hot in some areas, the Reserve Bank might be forced to hike rates at least one more time to tame inflation. It's still high. For his preview, we're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, good morning to you. So what can we expect and just how important will these numbers be?
1: Well, good morning, Tom. These will be uh, very closely watched there. The official figures for June from the Bureau of Statistics, we're expecting to see the key unemployment rate holding at 3.6%. That's still around a 50 year low. But we focus a lot on that unemployment rate, but what we'll also be watching is the number of jobs actually created in June. That's expected to be around 15,000, still running positive, but if that 's right, jobs growth is slowing as expected, coming down from the seventy six thousand we had in May that was extraordinarily strong and blew past our expectations now, as we always say, these numbers can be uh, quite volatile; they bounce around from month to month and Remember this uh, isn 't extensive it 's a survey, so not scientific there 's not someone going around knocking on the door of every person working but of course, it is closely watched and it 's a key part of the jigsaw for the Reserve Bank as they try to work out whether or not they should press the rates button again.
0: And the Reserve Bank left rates on hold earlier this month, of course, to assess the impact of the 12 that we've seen since May last year. What are the chances there might be another one, Peter?
1: Well, the Reserve Bank will no doubt be watching all of this very closely. There's really not too much breathing room for them, especially um, if the jobless rate actually falls, which actually that's good news, but probably bad news for interest rates. A.M.P.'s chief economist Shane Oliver, though, sees the jobless rate probably sl- rising slightly to three point seven percent, and a really sharp slowdown in jobs creation, maybe coming in at just five thousand. So, this adds to the RBA's um, soft the language, as we saw in the minutes out on Tuesday, and concerns that too many more rate rises might be too much for the economy, uh, make consumers cut their spending so much that the demand for labour falls and unemployment goes higher than anticipated. So the RBA strategy might be softly, softly, but keeping an eye on inflation, which is, after all, the main game and still high at 5.6%.
0: So how critical are the official inflation figures we'll be seeing next week then?
1: Well, this will be uh, the clincher, Tom. The quarterly Consumer Price Index, which measures a, a bigger basket of goods, uh, that'll, that'll be for the most recent quarter, um, CPI come came in at 7% on the last reading, but since then the monthly reading has come down as we saw 5.6% in May. Now next week on Wednesday we'll actually see both the quarterly and monthly readings, um, so that will be uh, probably confirming a softening trend um, that will give the RBA some reason to leave the cash rate on hold for a second month in August when the board meets. But keep in mind, inflation still well above the RBA's target band of two to three percent, and the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe said that while inflation has peaked, the RBA board remains committed to. Maintain the pressure, which means there's a chance of one more rate rise, maybe two, if inflation looks like becoming entrenched and expect uh, his successor, Michelle Bullock, to maintain the same language.
0: Just before we go, pretty disturbing survey out this morning about households struggling from the higher cost of living. Just tell us about that.
1: Yeah, Tom, uh, Financial Counselling Australia has been looking at what people are doing to pay their bills given the higher cost of living. Uh, Around 500 counsellors who've been surveyed by FCA, 95% say buy now, pay later debts are leaving clients worse off. Here are the figures. 71% of those counselors said their clients commonly use buy now, pay later products to pay for food. 41% found people using it to buy fuel. 32% to pay utilities like gas or electricity. As we know, that's not getting any cheaper at all. But also 93% just to pay for the day's um, essentials or daily essentials. Now, of course, buy now, pay later is not the only cause of uh, rising debt uh, and tighter legislation has been announced to to rein it in and, and uh, make uh, the uh, lenders or the buy now, pay later pr- um, providers more responsible. But all of this shows that life is getting tougher and tougher and even though inflation might be falling, it won't come down by that much. It'll still feel very high for some time as all of this uh, takes a while to work its way through the economy.
0: Peter Ryan, thank you very much. It's the ABC Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan joining me there.